everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Brad Ellis. Hello. Ben Moore. Yo. And Brandon Jones. Oi. Nice. That was a good chain. Yar. It's a week after E3. Oh, yeah. I feel like I need to make an apology. Whoa. Right off the game. Right off the bat. Whoa. Right off My favorite way to start off the show is an apology. <laughs> yeah. Heaviness. Uh, you said it's the week after E3. Yeah. I am definitely in that mode. Oh, sure. Probably should have shaved today. Mm-hmm. I apologize to the audience that you have to stare at my paper white legs, but <laughs> either you just weren't going to get pants on me today, so it's that's hot. my apology. It's a hot, it's a hot it's time hot. in L.A. Yeah, to, to anyone who isn't familiar, I guess just SoCal has like dangerous heat right in now. Heat wave. God, on the news, I shouldn't share this. In Arizona, there were four deaths of young people who are just taking hikes. One person was a personal trainer who had water on her. Just dying because of how hot it is. Oh yeah, you, you just, if it's 120 degrees, you just don't go hiking. You just yeah. don't, you don't That's do it. That's crazy. You don't do it. Uh, the planet's dying. Everybody. Astronauts take precautions. You should too. <laughs> well, it's summer. When, when, when summer in the, the desert. Gets braving a hot. treacherous terrain and unsafe temperatures. The word of the day is sniglet. Sniglet? Are you sure that's not a Pokemon? <laughs> it sounds like one. Sniglet. Ah, sniglet. Any word coined for something that has no specific name. Sniglet. So I think the fun part of Sniglet is it's a word that was made up to define what it is. Like a meme? No. Like the word meme was made up or something? Meme's not a... Meme's an old word. Can man. you use Sniglet in a sentence, please? Sure. I'm just trying um, to find an example. So let's say uh, I wanted to make a word for what it's like when Sophie walks into a room and plops down on the floor. I would call it... Uh, that's a Sophicious action. And Sophicious is a, is a Sniglet. I'm not getting this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So you I, this is my favorite word so like far. So yeah. Sniglet can't be the Sniglet. You can't be like, oh, Sophie's Snigletting all over the floor. Right, right, right. Sophie's is said, the sing- ah, like, oh, That's a Sniglet right whoa, there. You really, yeah. got, wow, you really yeah. got that. That's like, you really got to set that sniglet. up. Yeah. Brandon, you sound hungry. That's a little, that's a little ben, you Lego placed out jo- of a word. Jones placement. was so prepared last time. I was. He but I had, it in, I had it in front of me, so it was it was a different scenario. Oh, when it was. When there's a desk for the podcast, my. My odds go up. I got it last time when I was on here, so Ben, you gotta get it now. Oh, man. Uh, Pressure. Time for corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Uh, we didn't have too many corrections last week because we had a live audience who were correcting us live, <laughs> right. which was very nice. Uh, however, we did have this one. Uh, Kojima said the Death Stranding trailer was not running, or was running in real time, not in engine. Yep. He has narrowed down the engine for, his, for Death Stranding to two engines. Yeah. And is trying to pick between those two. End corrections music. Not seen that game for a while. It's coming out next year. Everyone's right? gonna ask every E3 for like the next two years. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like three or four years till that game's out. Here is my flash game. It's gonna be a PS on Newgrounds.com. Did you say crunches music? Corrections music. Oh, I thought that was a sniglet. Crunches. Okay. Crunches. Oh, crunches music. <laughs> Are you setting up a sniglet right now? I'm gonna take He's every chance I can. He is desperate. Don't you do it. Don't listen. <laughs> oh, and I do it. Too soon. I always love to do this after corrections. I want to give uh, a bonus, some a credit. I'll give some werehogs out for a bold prediction. Uh, both Bloodworth and Damiani in last week's episode predicted that Monolith was helping out with Zelda, mm-hmm. uh, Breath of the, the Wild, and turns out they totally are. That was confirmed this week. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. A couple Nintendo werehogs. reaching out. That's a really good kind of bet, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's not just like a dumb, will someone appear on stage or will this character yeah, show cool up? Oh, that's, no, like, yeah. that's a very specific, like, you got to be pretty business yeah. savvy. Yeah. 
Like that doesn't even make sense to me after you've explained it now. Like that, I don't, under, you know, I don't understand why they would. Like Xenoblade what the, Chronicles are just okay. huge. They have Known the huge world, sure. yeah. and apparently they helped with Skyward Sword as well. So yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. But that didn't they make like fear big? What Whoa. else did Monolith? No, 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 do? I'm sorry. We're getting our monoliths mixed up. Don't think about the one who just did uh, the Lord of the Rings game. Okay, uh, this is but monolith. there are different. Okay, there, yeah, that's people. might be why I'm confused. Xenoblade right. people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that's the confusion. I yeah. will remove my ignorant self from the show. No, no, they're both called Monolith. <laughs> Somebody's got to give. They're re- both of them are really keeping their feet. It's like it's like Avalanche, Avalanche Software and Avalanche Studios. They should shut one of those down. Oh, it, oh, John. They should just fight oh, over God. it. Fight to the death. It's okay. Monolith Soft is, you know, heavily. Uh, if, they're in the realm of anime, and so I understand. Oh, okay, why. all right, okay, good. You don't, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm sweating. We got some hot takes coming, just some hot attitudes today. I want to see the chops. So, um, with this week, the week after E3 is usually hugely slow for yeah. video game news. Why would you wait this week when you could have done it last week? So what I want to do this week is actually take a minute and look at everything Microsoft announced during E3, because actually some very huge things happened, some huge... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Statements were made, uh, consoles were announced, and we kind of breezed over it because we're excited about E3 and we're excited about video games. But I want to look at it from a news perspective. I want to see what, how we feel about everything Microsoft announced last week. So that's the first half of this week's episode. Cool. Cool. So let's start with what they started with, the Xbox One S. Now this is a slimmed down Xbox One. Mm-hmm. has a new controller with uh, Bluetooth and grips. The Bluetooth does not connect to the console, it connects to your PC. What? Mm. Yeah, this still has the same bad I, connection that the Xbox One controllers had before. Um, but on your PC, it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, so here's a weird thing that was I didn't understand, and I tried to understand a little better. HDR, high dynamic range lighting. So some video games will actually look better if you play them on the One S with okay. better lighting. Okay, uh, They pointed out Gears of War 4 in particular. Is like, this will look better. Did they show like a side-by-side or anything? No. Okay. And the website just shows us Gears of War 4 screenshot. So I wonder if when they demoed it, it was at 1S when they were demoing it on stage. Good question, yeah. Yeah. So did you guys see it, the console, actually? I saw it there. You did? Yeah, it was there. I did, too. I did as well, yep. Much smaller. How about the demo units uh, when they were doing demos? I did not see. There's no way there was that many 1Ss, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, 4K video. Uh-huh. So it'll be able to output 4K video. Video, uh, not, not games. games right. But, right. If Netflix goes to Ultra HD, I think you'll be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think if you get those sweet Blu-rays, they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. No connect port. <laughs> they gave up on that a while ago. Yeah. That thing's dead. But they never gave up on it. They still said you can buy it separately. It's good. They it's gave officially up. They, up a- they gave up on it. Yeah. 100%. Wow. That is the... For me, that's the biggest thing you just said. Go on. Why is it the that biggest it, thing? Because because it's gone now, right? Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is going to be the new console. They're eventually, I'm guessing, going to phase out the old Xbox One. Probably. Because they're not going to do it with Scorpio. They want to have both consoles exist at the same time. But, like, this mm-hmm. is the new... You know, this is this is like if the if the iPhone three is out, this is now the iPhone two. You know, it's like like you can it wor- it works. You can still make a phone call on it, but it's not the one they want you to buy. Yeah, and so they, Microsoft is saying, don't. There's no. That's a good point, Jones. Because I'll go to this next. The price range: it's three hundred dollars for five hundred gigs, three fifty for one terabyte, and four hundred for two terabytes. Interesting. Why I say that is basically that. Oh no, they are. They did reduce the price of a regular Xbox One, but I bet you're totally right. I bet they're phasing it out, and this is meant to be the regular Xbox One now. Oh yeah, they're absolutely doing that. Just because it's quiet. I, I always love when somebody just kind of whimpers and whimpers, and then they just you know, 
It's like put a put a pop a cap in it by the side of the road yeah. and leave it for dead. Yeah. It's their, yeah. just their version of a slim with a few extra things on it. Okay, the final detail before we really hash in all those details uh, is coming out in August. Yeah, soon. So very soon. So the Xbox One S is is a thing. I guess what I find most surprising is the HDR is that the slim version of a console will have a graphical benefit. Yeah, like what was it about lighting or something or color? Uh, lighting. Yeah. Hmm. I would need to see. I'm, I'm curious to see side by side with that to see. The it's the kind of thing that is right. It's it's marginal, right? Your games won't run better, yeah. but it'll have this this one extra thing. Yeah, is like one more ray of light, or like what? What is it, <laughs> it exactly? It, it, yeah, it see. It seems like a, an executive play at like an engineer meeting or something. Like one guy just mentioned that, like kind of in passing. He's like, "Well, you know, there's that lighting thing." I'm like, "Wait, what, Mark? Sorry, wait, Mark, one more time." Oh, the the lighting. What was weird about the the Xbox One S? Kind of how we make the Xboxes now. We, you know, that thing we we're, we're trying to do for the Xbox One launch. But we actually figured that out like right before we launched the Xbox One. So it wasn't really wasn't a big deal to put it in the One S. Yeah. What does it do? Make shadows like a little bit darker. Yeah, they absolutely <laughs> yeah. need more better things. lighting. They need more bullet points <laughs> to sell the system. Um, and so is that a cool bullet point for a slim? Does that make the Xbox One right now? Worthless is it enough to make it worthless? Is my question. The size alone would make it worthless for me. The, the size, the, is the, the regular Xbox is huge. Yeah, have you seen that thing? I have. Good lord, you could kill someone with that thing. Well, you could kill someone. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like one hit, <laughs> okay. one hit kill. That thing is one humongous. <laughs> You'd have to swing the Xbox One S like two to three times, maybe. <laughs> when I had it on my desk, yeah, I would have to like it was a production, like make room, <laughs> spread everything out, yeah, to get that Goliath <laughs> going, right. It's ben, not that much smaller, though. If you had to murder a man do, with blood force trauma, what would be your console of choice? <sighs> That's a good question. I, I think it would be the GameCube. Heck yes, and even the though, handle, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not that big, uh-huh. and it's not that heavy. But I know I'll have a good grip on it. Dude. I can just keep hitting it. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's a good pick. Use the PS3 fat. They're not getting up after that thing. <laughs> but I feel like that's like a, an all-in on one side. That's it, yeah. yeah. You, you miss. It's like yeah. a sweet clue weapon. Yeah. High yeah. risk, high reward. Yeah. I think people have been killed with a PS3, oh a fat PS3. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> we can find that. Yeah. I have another fun detail, actually, about the One S, is the $400 two-terabyte version comes with a stand. It can stand up. <laughs> Only oh, that yeah. version comes with a stand. I forgot about that. Really? They yeah. limited to that? Yeah, that's so that. weird. Why? Well, I mean, most consoles never come with their stands, so it's... You know, well, most can just stand up now. All right. Like, PS4 can just stand up on so its own. it puts it upright? Isn't it not yeah. supposed to do that? Wasn't that mean? a thing? The old like, version, we really wanted the to? old oh. Xbox, I think, you weren't supposed to do the yeah. old Xbox One. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it'll go... And, like, ruin your disc. But the yeah. One S, yeah. you can. You can flip it on its side, flip yeah, and side. that's what puts it up. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, the Wii, the Wii came with a stand, with everything. Yes, it did. Wow, and what a stand, too. Yeah. Never left that stand. Oh, man, it looked... The, yeah, the Wii it looks is great. so cool. I forgot about that design, man. The Wii looks heroic because of that stand. Yeah, it's like slightly yeah. angled. It, it positions itself well. It positions itself well. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Let's talk about Project Scorpio, the juicier of the two mm-hmm. consoles. Uh, let me rattle off some details. Uh, this will come out in late 2017. It will be the most powerful console ever. Mm-hmm. It will feature an 8-core AMD APU with 320 gigabits per second of memory bandwidth and will have 6 teraflops of graphical performance. It will be VR-capable. Right. Oculus. But Oculus not confirmed. They're gonna, they, already par- they said they were partnering with uh, Oculus. They have a par- partnership with Oculus in place, but not for Scorpio. I 
I bet John Carmack was yeah. on stage with yeah. Oculus. with Oculus on his yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, play Minecraft. So yeah, you're connecting some dots there. I get that. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that was announced at E3 at mm-hmm. the end of their press conference. Mm-hmm. What did Brad? What did you think of that announcement? Um, uh, my my reaction to that announcement was something they said before, which you will get to later. So I kind of want to save it. Whoa. Okay. I wonder if I'll get to this. Later. Like, okay, when they announced it, I was like, yeah. I don't care. Whoa, I'm not and getting to that later. Okay, well, the reason why I don't care is it's because you can play everything on PC now, pretty much. All their oh, exclusives. Oh, you're right. I will get to that and later. And I was like, right. I don't care anymore. So you were checked out because of that announcement before Project Scorpio I did, Yeah, started. I don't need my Xbox anymore. I'm legit selling it. I don't need it. You're selling your Xbox I'm One? I'm getting rid of it. I don't need it. Brad, no! My PC is so much better. Yeah. It's so much better. Wow. Uh, so Ben has been... Uh, nodding his head mm-hmm. in agreement with everything Brad just said. I, I've been thinking a lot about Microsoft's announcement, and I don't think, I don't think this is doom and gloom. I don't think this is like Xbox doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. The more that I reflect about Microsoft's decision to, hey, we're putting everything on PC. If you buy it here, you get it on everything. I actually think it's super, super smart because I think it's a more realistic approach. Uh, and more realistic look about the, like how people play video games. Like mm-hmm. I, I have a bunch of friends back home that don't care about PC gaming. They don't want to mess with it for whatever reason. They just like sitting on a couch with a box. I know you can sit on a couch with a PC, but they just don't want to do that. They're in on the Xbox. They've they had an original Xbox. They had a 360, and now they have an Xbox One. There are a ton of people like that, and so this doesn't really affect them. Mm-hmm. But it allows them. Like there are times where I would get a game on PC, and they would get it on 360, and we couldn't play together. That's going away. Now we can play together, mm-hmm. and that's a huge deal. And I think. Uh, Microsoft being like, yeah, we, we also have Windows. It wouldn't make sense just for them to ignore that and dig into their their console bit thing and be like, no, you have to get an Xbox, you have to get an Xbox. Just this sort of honest approach where it's like, no, play what you want to play, we'll have options available for you, mm-hmm. I think is uh, a really good move that that is uh, looking at console generations in a different way. Okay, so let's put Scorpio back on the shelf and talk about play anywhere. Okay. Because that was their phrase, play anywhere. Uh, They also said something, uh, gaming without boundaries, I think is what uh, Spencer said. So, Play Anywhere, just if you haven't heard about this before, going forward, every single Xbox One exclusive, if you buy digitally, you also get PC version for free. Mm -hmm. You buy it in the box, no go. But if you buy it digitally, that's the deal. Yeah, trying to phase that out. Um, There are also, yeah, there's no more strictly console exclusives for Xbox One. Uh, Jones, do you agree, is this just the natural thing to do with the with uh, their two gaming departments? Yeah, I think it I think it clarifies things more like Ben said it, it, it's they, they 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 talk a lot about community like Sony gets a lot of love from their community and and I think, you know, I think it was about 2 years ago you really started to see Phil's language start to change from like, "Oh wait, no, we're not cool. You guys are cool. You guys are the best. You get the gamers gamers play play play." And so, yeah, I think this is um uh, a, a It'll get a little bit confusing just with how things, how services are handled on Xbox One versus PC. But uh, I, I see this as um, getting the word out about more games, possibly that wouldn't, you know, gaining exposure for more games, especially if they want to, like, you know, commit as much as Sony is right now to, to more independent stuff, getting more fun independent games on there. Well, it's weird. What I don't see is the commitment to their Windows 10 store. Right. Go ahead, I'm Ben. I'm curious to see that. I th- I think that's because they, they recognize that that's not the best 
place to buy digital PC games. And I, I think that's that's a really like awesome, remarkable thing to say. Where it's like, no, there are, there are better places for you to get PC games if we're going to embrace that. Um, like, I, I don't know. I, I think all of this, I think they're trying to make themselves look like the good guy in a, in a way that I can really get behind. Did I miss something? Did they say we're going to other stores? I believe. No, I don't think they I are. I believe Phil Spencer said that he is open to the idea of putting more Windows Xbox games on Steam. Oh, I he's got to that be... He's got to get on I believe I saw that in an interview okay, great. recently. Okay. Great, I need great, to double great. check They're my sources. I don't want to yeah. be saying something that's just totally not true, but that's that's what I believe I saw. That would be nice. Yeah. That would help out a lot. Uh, I want to specify when I said I'm selling my Xbox. I want to okay. say because I'm totally a minority on this, like... Because I have everything, yep. and I have a PC, so Xbox is now void to me. Oh, you made that it. clear? Brad, okay. You totally made that clear. You said my PC is great. I just want someone like, you hate Xbox. Oh, okay. Because I don't. Yeah. I got nothing against I just want to play video games. Yeah. But it's I'm never going to use it again now. I, Brad, I think that's worth talking about. I think that you, you do have no reason to own that Xbox. I you literally have, have no reason. No reason. The only game I'd want to play on is Sunset Overdrive, and that's it. Sure. Not enough. Yeah, but... I guess what the discussion is 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 that a loss? Does Microsoft oh, did Microsoft so lose? Weird. It? They're saying we give up in a certain way. Yeah. But also trying something cool, which yeah. I think is a cool idea. Because they still got you. You're still buying. Yeah. The games. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I yeah. Would, it, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it is weird because yeah, it's like it's something that we can be excited about and yet like embarrassed by at the same time. It's like obviously that's the best. Obviously. Like, if, if they land an exclusive, we all get excited because we think that's, like, more chips in their side of the table. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, that's more points for them, more exciting, you know, things that Microsoft has potentially to announce or, or more exciting fun things for, the, you know, coming to the Xbox. Whereas here now more people are getting exposed to this game. It's not just going to be exclusive. It's not going to be just, yeah, Halo and you're never getting it on PC. We're like, oh, yeah, that's the smarter play. That's what you should do. But, oh, now we're worried about Microsoft because what does that mean? for their bottom line you know how is that how is that actually going to affect this console yeah it, you know it's I, I think the ultimate fear is that they're, they're making this decision where it's like now the xbox stock just not like actual company stock but like you know like emotional stock in this system and the necessity to have it is, is dropping and now there's three of them you know now there's the original xbox and now there's this new more powerful one or maybe this one that's kind of more powerful than the other but i don't really need any of them because i can get them on a pc so i think it's like we saw them treat their audience better, and yet we saw the Xbox kind of become less valuable at the same time. Yeah. So uh, Ben's got an update. Yeah, Kyle, I, I pulled up my phone. I hate it when people pull up their phones during shows. I apologize. Well, you did it for a purpose. Yeah, so I have, I have a quote from Phil Spencer here during the uh, Giant Bomb E3 live stream. Great. Uh, this is from Phil Spencer. He says, I look at Steam today. It's on an incredible growth trajectory. It's a massive force in gaming, a positive force. I think it will be bigger a year from now than it is today. And five years later, it will still be bigger again. I look at Valve as an important uh, independent software vendor for us on Windows. They're a critical part of gaming success on Windows. I don't think Valve's hurt by not having our first party games in their store right now. They're doing incredibly well. We will ship games on Steam again. Whoa. Okay. There you <laughs> it's go. funny that his whole speech up until that yeah, last sentence sorry. is going a whole other direction. Yeah. And then it really that shocked me at the end. Wow. Yeah. Cool. And I, I actually was listening to that interview and cool. what's what I was really impressed with Phil by is how openly he says, Yeah, like if you look at the numbers, it's not hard to figure out. Like PlayStation is doing better than us. And and I don't think like Sony is leading the PS4 forward in a very specific way, yeah. and I think Microsoft just mimicking those steps and trying to say, "Hey, we're doing that too," is 
is a bad approach and I don't think they would ever get anywhere by doing that. And so by by leveraging the PC, by doing this play anywhere thing, I, I think they're they're distinguishing themselves. I don't know if it's gonna be embraced by people, I don't know if people will support it, but it's at least a more interesting path. Cool. Uh sorry, quick question. Go ahead. Do we know if like these games that will be on PC, will you need Xbox Live to play them online? No. Huh. So, so so there's already some games that are uh, play anywhere basically yeah. like Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct, yeah. So, what is the value in Xbox Live then now? The, Zero. The games, oh, you get like deals. The, the you free get, games or you get deals? Game deals. Yeah. Okay. You get free games and game deals. That's cr- like this is crazy announcement. It is. This is like an insane announcement. Yeah. It's so awesome and crazy at the same time. Like, yeah. Can't like still wrap it's my head around you. it. If you're if you're a Brad in this world who's got a very expensive sweet PC, you're. You're leaning back and yeah, saying, I was like, I'm oh, Xbox. sweet. Yeah. If you're a regular person who yeah. doesn't have a sweet PC like Brad, <laughs> you're hating this. Maybe. I well, don't you're not know. really hating no. it. I mean, they still can buy a system. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Scorpio again. Yeah, let's talk let's about uh, systems. Uh, so I've been pretty open about this. I think the game, the, the console, Project Scorpio, was announced too soon. I have a quote that I'm really excited to share. We should have Jones read it, actually. Oh, yeah. always. We got this. I love it voice. when Jones. Reads I thought it that was the quote, though. I got really excited for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be this will be good. For we should get Jones to read this. Phil <laughs> Spencer, we need Brandon Jones. Yeah. Can you pull in Jones? Okay, so Jones, uh, what we have is a quote from. Uh, well, this is a Game Informer interview. Okay. Uh, the they were interviewing Shannon Loftus, the Microsoft Studios general manager, uh, and so oh yeah, it's a quotations. You got this. Right. So give us your news voice when it's not in it's quotations. Yep. Uh, news voice when I'm, it's not in quotations. Yep. Uh, Microsoft Studios General Manager Shannon Loftus, Game Informer. We asked specifically whether there will be different frame rates for the same game running on Xbox One and Scorpio. No, there wouldn't be a frame rate difference because typically the frame rate is determined by the game developer and what's right for the gameplay mechanic, Loftus explains. You don't necessarily want to create two different mechanics for two different configurations. What? Wait, uh, hold on one <laughs> second here. Hold on. Are they saying there's not going to be difference in frame rate, frame rate on the, the system that's much more powerful? Because developers choose their frame rate based off the gameplay. <laughs> you don't necessarily want to create two different mechanics for two different configurations. <laughs> Why would you have one run at 60? I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not I buying it. I think that was, honestly, I think, honestly, definitely frame rates will be better yes, on Scorpio. Yes, it will be. They need to give you reasons to buy their new I, system. I plucked that because there's been so much misinformation flying around about this. My. About whether games will, all games will need 4K output. Uh, Phil Spencer told Eurogamer that if you don't have a 4K TV, this, the Scorpio will have no benefit to you. He said, "Don't." <laughs> he, he said, "Don't buy this if you don't have a 4K TV." Uh, what? Yeah. So the Scorpio. He said that. He said that. Yeah. What? That I, hasn't come out for a year and a half. I, yeah. I've said on this podcast how, in a lot of ways, I think it's good that they're they're being more open and all this stuff. But yeah. on the flip side of that coin, how do you excite people about this new console? How do you make it seem like a big deal? I think they needed a better media game plan. They for they sure. Clearly, were not all on the same page right there. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god. What? That was, the Game Informer interview is so fun. I love that one. Um, what's a good game plan? Well, how should, what should they have done, Brad? They how, need uh, to give... Okay. With this new Xbox Scorpio, they need 
a way to get new people in who do not have one. Sure. And, and they need an Xbox One at all. And yes, okay. and to get people who have Xbox Ones already to upgrade to the new one. Yeah. They need to give you a reason why. If he just said the if you do not have a 4K TV, then don't even bother. Yeah. I refuse to believe that with how much more powerful it is. Oh yeah, it isn't. That is not true at all. Yeah. yeah. What? It, you will find a benefit on your 1080p television. Oh, it's my. just yeah, it's. Maybe not. Maybe if the frame rates are locked between an Xbox I, One and no Scorpio. Uh, Jones, I mean, you saw the video. You saw how they ended the press conference. What, yeah. How should they have done that? Or should they have not have done that at all? I'd, uh, should they have not have done that? I can only base on, on just the vibes that I was left with from that show. Because I don't know their bottom line. I don't know yeah. the w- words they have. Uh, or, or spies they have at Sony. You know, trying to figure out when Sony's going to make their big move. Like if they're going to announce their thing at PSX. Do you hold on? Do you believe in spies? What are you talking about right now? J- or just, just like word on the street. We hear yeah. that Sony's getting close to this. Yeah. Just seem reactionary. It seemed like it seemed like months ago they were prepped for this press conference to show up and show off the Xbox One S. Yeah. Have a bunch of great game announcements, a bunch of great gameplay demos. Call it a day. And I, I really think it was very recently that they. Oh crap! We need to. You know, get Todd Howard in. We gotta, we gotta get some people to talk about, you know, Scorpio, and we gotta yeah. show it off. Because um, it, 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 it was a very media heavy demo. Like what they didn't show off the console. They just talked about specs. Phil was on stage talking about it for a very long time. Yeah. So it seemed like a presentation that could have been thrown together at the last minute. Except um, for the CG, dude. What did they do with the CG? They, they, they showed like the motherboard getting assembled in CG, and that close up on the processor that has 4K on it. Yeah. Which is impactful, I guess. For but it some won't people, matter like, unless you have 4K TV. So yeah, yeah, they're in the same position they were now before uh, before Sony dropped the mic. Before they came out, and they were like, "Oh, that's your that's your system, your price point, and everything for the Xbox One." Got it. And then they strut out on stage, and they were like, "Guess what we got?" Yeah. Thank you for giving us the time to to, to you know figure out what we're doing. Though what Sony did, if you remember, is really cool. Uh, I don't know if this is cool. <laughs> uh, they said, uh, oh, yeah, we'll show off the PlayStation 4 in maybe six months or something like that. They said, we're not going to do it soon. And then, like, a month later, they showed it off. Boom. They announced in it. February? Yeah. So maybe that's why Microsoft wanted to announce theirs first. They did beat Sony the punch there that way. Yeah. But Sony's got so much time now. I mean, that system's yeah. not coming out until, you know, later in 2017. Yeah. So Sony's got, you know, PSX or even, you know, some crazy, you know, event they throw for themselves in, you know, February or whatever. Uh, I think the rumor with the Neo is that it's supposed to come out this year. And I'm almost positive it's coming out this year. So, I assume I assume they're already too far in development to backpedal on yeah. power or anything like that. Yeah, so, Ben, I have a question for you. Mm. Scorpio is going to be stronger than the Neo. Is that how you sell it? Do you, do, do you draw a direct line and say, hey, look at Sony's expensive box, ours is better. I don't think it matters unless you have the games to support that. Like, the the way I could see one edging one another out, or at least it would do it for me, is like, imagine there's this huge third-party game that everybody's freaking out about. If you suddenly say, this runs the absolute... If you're a console player, this runs the absolute best on the Scorpio. We'll show you yeah. how it runs the best. I think that would do it. Just saying, like... Yeah, if you've got this sweet TV, you can get this super powerful yeah. system and it'll probably be pretty awesome. Like, that's just talk. Like, that's not convincing at all. Like, six teraflops is accurate. That is an important thing. Yeah. But I don't think that translates the way they think it translates. Yeah. Uh, ben, I remember specifically when we, we did, like, some live streams at GT 
before both consoles launched. And when I was asked which one I'm going to get, I said I'm most loyal to Metal Gear Solid 5. I'll buy the console that runs Metal Gear Solid 5 the best. And there's so many people yeah. that are there absolutely like that. Yeah, I, I bought a PlayStation 3. Uh, well, I guess this. Sorry, never mind. Forget that. I was going to say, I bought a PlayStation 3 for Metal Gear Solid the 4. The best version of Metal Gear Solid 4. Well, the only version <laughs> yeah. of Metal Gear Solid 4. But I, yeah. I guess what I was trying to say with that is, like, like how amazing would it be if if some huge third-party game that, that people were waiting a resurrection for... Like, imagine, I don't know, let's say Capcom did deep down on... Or in Onimusha on this new Scorpio, and it's like, yeah. this is the only way you can get it. But it's... It just seems like a mess. Like I feel like a lot of people don't even understand why the Scorpio exists. Yeah, I guess what is frustrating about that, uh, I'll pose this one to Brad, is uh, basically this is it's a huge leap, mm-hmm. but it's not quite a console leap. Uh, it still has to right. play Xbox One right. games. And here's another here's another thing that's been miscommunicated. Some people are saying something. Some people are saying others. Is whether there will be games that only work on Project Scorpio. Right, they're starting to blur the lines now between the console generation. Yeah. So they're everyone's looking at the mobile market now, and that's kind of what they're doing with this new system. I think they have to have the games as long as the game is if it's called Xbox One in some way. Yeah. It has to play Xbox One games no matter what. Yeah. It has to. Right. It's they definitely promised that. Yeah. They're. I think they're just going to start doing that and start looking at how PCs are also go with like. If you buy it on this system, it'll be at like medium settings, and if you buy it this one, it'll be at ultra or something like that. And I think that's their plan of how games will be going for now. I gotta assume though, at some point, you ditch the Xbox One and you just go Scorpio forward. Yeah, and don't call it Xbox One something. Yeah, yeah. Take take, take the one out of there. Let's call do it predictions. X- will Will Project Scorpio's name have Xbox One in it? Ooh, yes, I think it will. Ben, what do you predict? I'm gonna go no. Jones says no. I say I say don't do it, but I think they will. Okay, <laughs> but it makes, like it makes me wonder yeah. because they, I think one of the biggest mistakes that they made is not naming it before. If you're going to rush to get what, and I don't know this, it just feels rushed. But to go out on stage being like announcing on stage, I'm Phil Spencer. We don't know what the hell they're called, calling this thing yet. It, like that kind of, you know, it's it's like you ask like, how do you show this off? They couldn't have showed it off the way you should show it off. The way yeah. you show it off is you don't talk about one S at all. You make the entire mm-hmm. show about this new console. And games. You, the, you open with it. You, Phil Spencer walks out the beginning of that press conference and says, guess what? Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about something you're gonna, that's going to blow your mind. You're going to not wait until you get this thing. It's called Scorpio. Now watch a bunch of awesome Xbox, Xbox games. Then oh, all these great announcements, all these great announcements. Then you come back again at the end. Price point, show the console, everything you just saw playable on this new system. So that hype you're feeling now for all this stuff, all of that can be contained in this physical object that I'm showing you right now, mm-hmm. encased in this glass dome. Come get it. All right, so but it's like, remember that console we mentioned at the beginning? That's another thing. This thing I'm talking about now, this is a new thing. I'm not going to show it to you. We don't know what it's called, but it's, an, it's another thing to be excited about. I got to play corporate just apologist here, though, Jones. I understand why My they favorite had to do Kyle. I, I understand why they had to do this. It's to me. It's to me why uh, they had to announce the Crash Bandicoot remakes before they had anything to show for those. Is because people would freak out if they saw he was a Skylander and that's it. You would say that's it, and they're like, no, 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 that's not it. So they had to announce it before they even had anything to show. I think with Scorpio, they had to announce it before PlayStation Neo was shown off because then we look at Xbox and say like, what are you doing? What do you have to fight that with? And so now they have an answer to that. 
before PlayStation are allowed to announce it. So I do get it. I get why they had to announce it. I do. Yeah, it's weird. It's 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 not making the preemptive move to try to like usurp Sony or like throw a banana peel in front of them. It's like. It's, it would be worse for us if we didn't even do this, you know? Do you think so? Yeah, I, I agree. No, I agree with you, yeah. yeah. It's like, if they had not done anything, that would have been even worse, yeah. So they're just, they're doing the best they can. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be critical of Microsoft. <laughs> they're trying. Ben, you have a thought? I, I agree with you. I, I see where the corporate apologist is coming from, but getting so focused on having to do it, having to do it, I'm like, what does this gain them? Like, what... I, I guess I don't know. I don't have that broader understanding of how people are reacting to the Scorpio because it just like you announce a new console at E3 mm-hmm. like a hundred percent of the time in all situations. That is like the thing that is talked about at E3. I feel like people have had to remind me. Oh yeah, Microsoft announced this new console. Yeah, you know, and it's just a totally different tone. It's it's just it's weird and it's hard to process because it doesn't feel like a brand new console, you know. Right. It doesn't feel like the huge leap we all like want. It feels more just like a little little upgrade, a luxury item. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I it, I just don't I just don't know. Yeah. I it, even the Xbox 360 Slim when the, when that was yeah. when, when uh Matrix took the case off of the case yeah. off of the thing, that felt like more an event than Scorpio does. Yeah. I just I think they're still figuring a lot of stuff out and they don't know yet. Uh, I uh, go ahead. Sorry for the Metal Gear Solid Four comment. That was dumb. Don't apologize to me. It's all those angry commenters you got to worry about. Oh. Sorry, that was, <laughs> was a dumb thing to say. Angry commenters. One thing I think is very cool. Very, uh, it shows an incredible insight into what people would like, and a really new idea. Something that Microsoft announced that I'm way into: custom controllers. Go to their site. <laughs> you pick from dozens of colors, sure. from buttons to analog sticks to the casings. You can get it etched. Uh, so $80 to get your custom controller any colors you want. That's uh, another 20 mm-hmm. to have it a little etching on it, engraving. I thought wait, that was... Wait, I'm sorry, $20 for the etching on it? Yeah, so it'll be 100 if you want an engraving on it. 20 bucks for that? Damn. Yeah. That seems like a lot just to etch on it. But it can be anything you want, Brad. Probably no swear words. I, no sale. <laughs> I think this is beyond genius. Yeah. This is a great idea, yeah. Sony it, will definitely I, copy this. I think it's one of those ideas that you hear about and you see and you don't think much about but is actually a very 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 significant deal i remember when they announced xbox 360 avatars and i was like whatever it's just like another me thing no one's gonna care about this yeah for years like everybody on my friends list had like super tricked out (laughs) avatars and backgrounds people love personalizing their stuff and i i I think this is going to be a bigger deal, and I think this is going to be something that attaches... Like, people that are already super into Xbox, they're going to be super oh, yeah. into this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, I'm not even... So, me, with my PC, now that this thing is Bluetooth compatible, I can just use that for my PC controller. Yeah. Any weird, like, color scheme I want. Yeah. Jones, well, you're smiling. Are you It's funny. It's like, things come out sometimes, and I and I have to like remove myself from being a journalist because it's like, will you buy the PlayStation Neo? Like, yes, I will. I, I'm a journalist. I have to, yeah, I will. Yeah. Like, like yeah, I, yeah. I, like I, I, I personally, like I wouldn't say this to anybody else. Like you should, if you're a journalist, you should own it. But like, I consider myself responsible as far as like, you know, having to report on that console and, and how that affects my, my experience. Sure. Same thing with the Scorpio. I'll buy that dumb thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where a lot of times something comes out and I'm like, Oh, you know, I, I, I'm not interested in that because, or like, I think my opinion is a little skewed because like I was sent that game for free or uh you know it's like i I don't have like your average consumer you know like i don't i'm not writing a review or an essay on this i'm just a consumer 
where I just spend money on games regularly. Uh, and th- this is interesting because it's like, how many times have you have we like streamed an Xbox game and people like bring other controllers? I'm just like, wait, whose controller is this? Or like, oh, or like, it. yes, or like, yeah, that I actually do. You know, that I, 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 sometimes I will grab the white controller instead of another black PlayStation Four controller just to have two different controllers. So it's no yeah. question, like, mm-hmm. who, you know, so yeah, variety is the spice of life. And 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 actually, on a uh, on 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 the other side of the camera, from a a a video journalist perspective, it's like, yeah, that would be. That'd be sick to have like four different colored yeah. Xbox controllers. Why not? Yeah. It it reminds me of uh, back in the day, like the N sixty four PS one days, and even further back than that, where you would have those off brand controllers that your parents would buy you because they were cheaper. Oh. Yeah. And like when your friends would come over, you'd give them the shitty controllers, and you'd have like your one really good controller. Absolutely. I see that happening again, where you have your controller that says XX Blazin 420 mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. blood red and black on it yeah. and you hold on to that one and you give your friends your regular Xbox One controllers yeah yeah. so many people are going to actually have that on their controllers I know what a world what a world I was just stoked on that that's a cool idea hold on do you hear that sounds like it's podcast halftime easy allies podcast halftime the following are the official sponsors of easy allies for the month of June, Michael Kazachenko, Michael Favacci, Mango, Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. YoYoTricks.com, a tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo. To buy yo-yos and learn how to get started, visit YoYoTricks.com or their YouTube channel. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. I gotta show you guys something. Please show me a yo-yo trick right now. Kapow, baby! Dude, yes! Yeah. I went there. I went to yo-yo trick. I got yes. one. <laughs> Can you do it? Stand up and do it? I'm so proud of you, Kyle. Um, Context. I'm not good. Well, so basically, I'll tell you about this yo-yo I got. So you go to their site, and you go to, like, you select from categories. I went to Beginners. And still, those yo-yos looked a little intense, and I <laughs> went down the page a little, and they have videos for every yo-yo you can buy. Cool. And the video starts off just, hi, uh, let me tell you about this beginner yo-yo. It is for beginners only. Don't, if you want to do anything cool ever, don't get this yo-yo. <laughs> you are a child if you want this yo-yo. And I'm like, yep, perfect, perfect. And is so is guy, it an auto yo-yo? Is, is it, it like it's an, auto- is it automatically retractable oh, yeah. yo-yo? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, is yeah. Kyle I those yo-yo. I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> they built that. We, we called this the Boxman model. So cool. It's a, yeah, it's got, it's got like little uh, ball bearings and springs that, yeah, send it right back up. And on the other side, it says yoyotricks.com. Nice. Give us Very a dip. Cool. Give us a dip. Oh, you gotta give us one. You gotta dip. do a Yeah, there's no way. You gotta do a dip. So, oh, I couldn't. We talking no, bringing no, yo-yo I'm not, out. I'm not good at it. That's okay. You're a novice. That's the point. You're I want to see you mess yeah. this up right yo-yo now. Yo-yo tricks is for people who want to learn yo-yo tricks. All right, just make sure that you describe everything to listeners. That's okay. okay. Because okay. I'm gonna go off my yep, stand yep, up. And okay. Go. Oh, I will. Okay, Kyle is stepping up. He's putting down the clipboard. He's straightening his his sweater. Hoodie. It was his hoodie, yes. Oh, there goes one. Oh, he brought it back up. He's going for a second one. Oh, he's got. I like his form. Now he's showing But it's just off. automatically going up. Now he's, he's going a little, a little oh, sloppy there. A little sloppy. Oh, yeah. It's just snapping. Oh! He actually, he actually held the yo-yo down uh, at the the full extended position for. I believe that was a full second, maybe a second that, and a half. We call that sleeping. I made it. That's sleep. sleeping. Yeah. In the so if he's chasing the bug. <laughs> so if he's trying to get that bug. bug. So yeah, we'll learn that on uh, yo-yo tricks. Dude, out. awesome. Well done, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. So we have bad news to go to. Uh oh. 
Vivendi is continuing to pursue the oh, man. purchase, the uh, uh, corporate, what is it, hostile takeover, hostile takeover of, of Ubisoft. So what happened is they now are in control of 20.1% of Ubisoft's shares and 17.76% of voting rights. Crazy. That's weird. Uh, 1776, the year that the United States began because they didn't have voting rights. Right. Declared their independence. Yeah. Um, So uh, I guess we can start with that. I don't know. Let me move on. Uh, Yeves uh, Geilmott told CNBC (laughs) that he would be interested in exploring a partnership with another company, not necessarily a games company. So he's aware of what's going on. Uh, Eves mm-hmm. and uh, he thinks maybe to survive uh, team up with another company so that they can't get bought out by Vivendi obviously this is Pactor talk uh, we're not totally qualified for these kinds of discussions uh, I, so you know I, I just bring it up shortly on this show what do we think about this kind of thing what do you think of Ubisoft teaming up with a non-games company hmm who would they team up with yeah Disney can I tell you a theory? Sure. I'm thinking Sony. Okay. Ooh. Can you elaborate? Yeah. We saw uh, Jim Ryan come out uh, during the Ubisoft press conference to talk about the stupid, oh, the movie. The <laughs> right, right. The <laughs> Here's movie. What they, I rewatched every press conference, so I have like a, two vivid memories of them now. Um, <laughs> so uh, Assassin's Creed is bound to be a smash hit. We want to make the next smash hit video game franchise turn into a movie. And the next... The idea that there's ever been one successful video game franchise that became a movie is hilarious to me. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, Sony Pictures doing the Watch Dogs movie. Uh, Resident Evil is very successful financially. Well done, Brad. Not critically. No, no, but you're totally right. Financially, yeah. yeah. So he must have been referring to Warcraft that. was as well. Was it? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It did huge overseas. Like really? Humongous. I just yeah, no, read it did. a headline. That's right. The In, most successful. China's big, big, big. Like financially, most successful video game movie. Holy cow! Yeah. We'll get it. on Warcraft. I'm looking forward to the sequel then. Yeah. I think the sequel is going to be good. <laughs> good. It's going to be good. Been um, down this road before. <laughs> Jones, do you have any? Do you have any companies you th- think they could team up with? Would Sony be unrealistic? Yeah. No. I mean, anything would be unrealistic. I don't. I don't know if anyone because it would it'd be a, a, up to them. It'd be to like Activision, man. It'd be like a partnership with take Activision. Take two, maybe. Yeah. No. Or like Take Two. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my bet. Yeah. And so Is I that open world love? I don't see anything like that being disruptive. I don't think any, like a partnership like that would ruin any any Ubisoft games or anything uh-huh. like that. It's certainly less scary than them getting bought out by Vivendi. Definitely less scary, yeah. Uh, so the next chapter of that story will be probably be happening in, I guess, September. Okay. Yeah. So it's weird. It's weird stuff. Excited, I don't I understand. I don't understand how you can make a business and then some other big business can just slowly you. buy you out. Well, because yes. there's there, there's lots of a business isn't just a, a person. It's many many people. So yeah, that's how that happens. It's crazy, man. Okay, uh, now on to positive things. It's time for love and respect. Love and respect. So, oh, we had some fun questions. I want to start with this one that I actually really liked a lot. Uh, this is from Beth. Ooh, I just, I just now realized a mistake I made before. Uh-oh. So when I copy and paste these, so this says, uh, it's, this comes from Beth a few seconds ago, uh, because it was posted a few seconds ago, I think, when I copy Ooh. and pasted it. Um, but it says Betha. 
Beth a few seconds ago. Mm. And there was a person that was named, had a totally la- normal last name on the last love and respect that I just added an uh to the end of it. It was like Franklin. It was like Franklina. Now I understand how So you made a cigarette is what you're saying. Yeah. So I missed, I'm sorry that I missed that correction. Well, what else did you miss? Hmm. It's not. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't apply. I, I'm over two. <laughs> I don't know if it counts. But I all reminded. Just I just reminded the, the entire couch. No warehog. No warehog. Exists. Was that even the word? Siglet. Siglet. Yeah. Siglet. Yeah. Siglet. Siglet. No, it's Sniglet. 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 Oh, no one's gonna get this. Think, one. think like um, a piglet that's on Snick. It's tough. This is the this is the toughest word so far. Brad, do you not know what Snick is? No. Okay, so every Saturday night, Nickelodeon would have something called Snick. Oh, Snick, Saturday yeah, yeah. with the big orange couch. Heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. It's a dead dude. era now. Yeah, all right. Dead era? All right. Dead era. All right, so this comes... Oh, you're right. This comes from Beth. This is my kind of question. I love this. I can't wait to have this discussion. Hey, guys. During E3, you'll always get games announced that are a few years out. To garner hype for these games, they'll put release windows at the end of the trailers. But a lot of times, recent examples being Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. and Mass Effect Andromeda, they get delayed out of that time. This year, if I'm remembering correctly, Sony didn't do that with any of their titles, only giving the date for The Last Guardian. So my question is, is it a good thing to put release windows on games to get people excited, or should they only show the exact date to try and avoid delays, or maybe just not show the game at all until it is less than a year out? Uh, it's a good idea to show it to get people excited, but I don't like it because things like that happen. Delays. Constantly. Business-wise, I think it's a smart idea. They want those pre-order numbers, dude. Are you being corporate apologist Brad right no, now? No, I'm being I'm playing both sides right now. Because I hate when that happens. <laughs> Double agent Brad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're saying there is a total purpose to throwing a date at the end of yes, people absolutely. more excited. Money. Oh god. Money. Then top stop that. Ben, what's the solution here? <laughs> uh the the solution. Honestly, is like Brad said, they do it because of pre-orders. Mm-hmm. So if you want to push back against this, don't pre-order games. Correct. And, and or at least don't pre-order games until you have a release date. Like that's they're looking at these numbers, they're looking at these data. Like all of these announcements are based on this stuff. I'm I'm just super proud of Beth for making this observation that I didn't about the dates at the end of the Sony trailers and their press conferences mm-hmm. here. Specifically this year. Yeah. 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 And I think Jones, you did you made a comment about the end of their trailers as well. And that they didn't like throw up stupid graphics and say like pre-order like well yeah up. well because I was watching one on YouTube after to get yeah. caught up on things and at the end it was like like pre-order now like this the 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 classic just tack that on at the end show the console show oh it's the console the logos You're right, and with everything the blue graphics and, and it was yeah it was yeah. so taken aback because yeah. I'm like why well, I never heard that once during the entire Sony press conference because they were the press conference versions of these mm-hmm. pieces of media mm-hmm. do you think they missed out on pre-orders by not having dates at the end of those trailers no. No. Uh, no. Not to any appreciable degree, no. Like, I bet there are so many God of War pre-orders after that demo. And again, they did, they did not say anything. In the PR afterwards, 2017. Like, yeah. It, like, I almost... It, it, to, 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 to be negative, I almost see, you know, that Ben, that possibly having the the opposite reaction. That if people stop pre-ordering, they're like, we're not dating things enough. You know, yeah. we got to get some more yeah, dates yeah. out there. Uh-huh. Our pre-orders are dropping. <laughs> yeah, you know? we like, dates. Uh, can I throw out some speculation? Ooh, okay. I think... Maybe they did this because their last few games they've been announcing haven't come out on time. They've been delayed. No Man's Uncharted Sky. was delayed. Uncharted, nice. Horizon was delayed. Last yeah. Guardian was delayed for like 10 years. Yeah. I think they're being a little careful about That's fair. exact dates now. That's good. That, that would explain why Sony did it. Yeah, exactly. Beth brought up the, that game in particular. Um, 
Yeah. It's, we never talked about how uh, Crackdown 3 was a total no-show at the Xbox press conference. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's weird. I think that's probably... That's, that's worrisome. The longest announcement to still not released game that the Xbox One has had. Yeah, I think you're right. Hmm. It's pretty weird. That is very weird. And now it's gone. It's a ghost now. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's such a weird one to do it with, whereas something like doing it to Phantom Dust, which kind of had a similar thing happen, yeah. uh, makes a lot more sense because like, they included that little... When they were talking about the Xbox One, they had that Crackdown logo. Mm-hmm. And they're like, here's what we're going to do with our new technology with Crackdown. Yeah. Like, they treated it like a flagship thing. And then like now, to come back with Crackdown... Like you're, you're. It's it's already gonna be deflated, you know. It's, I don't know. Weird, weird stuff. You know mm. what? I'm totally on Brad's side uh, about the Last Guardian. I just realized, you know, I loved that it was re-revealed last year. Hey, it's real. Putting a date at the end of it made me sour. Be- or sorry, it was just the year. It was just the year. Yeah. Oh yeah. I needed a specific That's, date. It, when they do that. Yeah. I'm always worried yeah. when it's just a year. And it turned out the year was true. It, that turned out to actually be true. Yep. That true. we know. That we know of, exactly. <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is. It is. I think you need a date. Yeah. Like, p- putting a year at the end of a trailer is pointless. Yeah, anything but an exact date. Yeah. When it's like fall 2018, I don't care. I don't yeah. know. I mean, that, 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 that does not raise or lower my anticipation of that game at I, all. I mean, I like the date necessarily for next year because it's, it's somewhat idea. But I always expect that to be delayed. Yeah. Always. Qu- question about The Last Guardian. Yeah. Um, I feel like ever since it was re-unveiled last year, mm-hmm. that was that was kind of its moment. And I feel like during this year's E3, it really just didn't grab, capture the same attention that it did before. Would it have been better to wait and announce it with a date this year to re-unveil it this year and say it's coming in a few months? Cool question, do you th- Do you think that would have impacted sales? Um, I think that's a special game with a game that is a very special rare case in a game where it could still work like that. I think it heightened their press conference last year. Yeah, it did absolutely. I, I, and and because it was they were they were like they were th- themed similarly. And you look at like some of the big announcements that they had this year, and it wouldn't have fit. You know, like this year was new. This was new IP. Days Gone. Whoa, what's that? Spider-Man. Whoa, what's that? God of War. Whoa, what's that? Yeah. You know, like lots of, you know, Death Stranding. Oh, my God. You know, like lots of just never seen this before. Now you're going to walk out of this press conference with all these names in your head that you didn't know, all these projects you can now speculate on that you had not been introduced to, whereas last year was, remember that? Thumbs up. Remember that? We're doing that. Remember that? Mm. That thing you thought you joked about? We're doing that. Yeah. So, I, I think that, yeah, there was the... That was the time. Yeah. Uh, just don't put a year if you don't have a date, I guess, would be what I, how I feel about that. I mean, things change in development all the time. They're yeah. obviously shooting for that date, so things go wrong. I know that. Yeah. What's final thought, Ben? I just keep thinking about No Man's Sky. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just... I remember there was a, there was a point where I, my, my excitement for that game was at a fever pitch. Yeah. Where, where like... They were saying it was so full of possibility, and they had shown enough yeah. to get me to believe in that. But now they've had like an IGN first. They've they've shown it so much, and it, that makes sense because it was just about to come out, and now it gets delayed. Yeah, and like that game could still be incredible. I'm not I'm not sour on the game necessarily, but just that like wild eyed excitement. It, it can only last for so long. Like I can't force myself 
to be at that level, you know, this entire time. I, I think you. I think a difference between that game and Last Guardian is No Man's Sky. We've seen a lot of right, right, and the that years. is a yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah. Last Guardian yeah. they would show like a trailer that we didn't see for years. Yeah, then we'd see a trailer like once a year, and that was it. No way, dude! It was one trailer. It was one trailer last year. Then we got the new one this year, and we had the original PS3 one. Yeah, and another one. There was another weird one in there. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll take your word for I, that. I, I like the, I like the Ben Moore pensive sigh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I need I need a sniglet for that. There it is. Yes. No, there it is. That <laughs> is a couple of warehouse Jones. That it. was good. He Man. It. But that is true. I do love that. I, I okay, do. Okay. So do you want to make a sniglet for it? Sure. Um, the. It's like an exhale, like a. And it's a thought. So let's mash the words thought and exhale together. But it's like it's Ben specifically. Okay. More hail. So it's a more hail. It's a more hail. More hail. Nice. Okay. okay. All right. That's a more hail. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Um, this is a quick one. I want to do this really quick, but I think we might be able to calculate this. Let's do it. So this comes from Carlos. I would love to know how many beers were consumed in order to develop such an amazing content throughout the E3 week. Love and respect, Carlos. How during many beers E3? were consumed in this room during E3? The Hearthstone tournament, I believe, <laughs> that had the most. has cleared out more beers from that fridge than anything else we have produced at Easy Allies. Mm-hmm. For reference. Mm-hmm. We needed it, man. Like I, like, I remember the first time I came in late, you know, to that stream. I was like, how you guys doing? Everything's okay? All right, let me... Whoa! Like, <laughs> yeah. Bottles. I did buy your beer. You did? No, I'm yeah. not... Yeah. Um, I, I'm happy. Hey, no, that's hey, hey, empty, empty, empty fridge, happy allies. I think I had three beers in all of E3. <laughs> I had okay. one beer in this room during E3. I didn't, yeah. yeah, I didn't see a lot of beer drinking. Beer be would have been suicide for me that week. Yeah, I would. From the moment that beer touched my lips, ninety minutes later, full, you know, completely asleep on the yeah. floor, face down. I did a lot of it for the bit, the Bud Light bit, though. Oh, oh yeah, I did have a Bud Light. Two yeah. beers. Okay, right. we did it for the bit. <laughs> the bit. You got to stay hydrated. What's most important? Yeah. I do remember calling out to one. So I think Chad called it or something. Wasn't there one point you like came in or something and was like, oh, what's that, Ben? You're like, this is a beer. We're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, whoa. What was that? Okay. I, think you, I think you sat down at the desk one time with a beer. It was just a beer. It was hype. <laughs> that was just the state I was oh, at. Oh, it was a fancy beer, though. Yeah. It looked like an energy drink, man. So you know, sometimes I just pull all the things out of your fridge and I don't know what they are. <laughs> this is true. This next question is really interesting to me. I want to get through it kind of quickly. This is from Eddie Fettig. What makes this new Legend of Zelda a big deal? So I like this. This comes from the perspective of someone who isn't already super invested. I get it. Yeah. Yes, I definitely understand. You see him like climbing a tree. You're like, like, what's the big deal? What's happening right now? So how can we explain this to someone who isn't emotionally attached to the Legend of Zelda? I got something really quick. Okay. For years, for, for more than a decade, with every release, I've been listening to them tell me how this new Legend of Zelda is different from the other Legends of Zeldas, but they're really actually not all that different. Yeah. I played this... It is so unlike any other Zelda. Every single moment of that demo felt like it was both true to Zelda and something completely new. Like they could have they could have stuck another name on this if they wanted to. Like a different game? Yeah. Legend of Link. Yeah, I mean I haven't seen anything like I'm doing in this game where I'm like, whoa, I've never seen anything like this yet. I mean, we haven't seen the whole game yet. But somehow I can't really explain it, but somehow Zelda has this feeling of when you're playing it. It just feels like nothing else kind of thing. Like, do you guys do you get that feeling too? Yeah, it's, um... I mean, I guess subquests are coming, but right now it's just a game that's just about freedom. Yeah. 
and, and it's jump it's strange because it, it's almost like hear me out it's almost like the mundaneness of or, or you perceiving what you were looking at being mundane to me speaks to the strength of that game showing at e3 this year because if you look at so many other demos, if you look at so many other like the, the slices that were taken out of the game, Horizon, you know, specific, we want to show these things that pick up little pods and drop them. We want to show hopping on a horse and riding that around, you know, and, and whether that kind of gameplay thing excites you or not, that is what they wanted to show. That's what they wanted to highlight. Every time that game is being demoed live and someone is playing it, they want to make sure they make those activities look as cool as they possibly can. Nintendo didn't seem worried about how any part of that demo would show. Yeah. They just kind of wanted people to just get in there mm-hmm. and do dumb stuff. Yeah. You know, like get that like if you were to walk station by station and see someone practicing the bow for for the entire length of the demo or just being Damiani just going straight up a mountain or you know like trying out all the different weapons or trying to run over and meet other enemy types. They're all doing it right. At no point is Nintendo stepping in and going, "No, no, no, no. That that's not the way we wanted to demonstrate the show." That's how confident they are with that game that that the it's built on such a strong foundation that you can just give that control to someone and go there's no wrong answers go yeah and i was thinking about that earlier today because i was thinking about what was removed from that demo and i think it's so interesting what was removed it wasn't they're scared to show it it's they wanted to focus on these things Mm -hmm. and that's what i really like about that demo is it does it just focuses on uh your exploration your you're having fun without people talking to you and, and pointing to you to where to go things like that seeing a point it's and walking quite different it. from other zelda demos though i think so too from past ones like usually yeah. you're like toy princess for example they put you in like the temple and Wind that was, like, was the same the, yeah they yeah. do that but here just like poof, in the world yeah go if yeah if it was 10 years from now and i was going back and redoing the legend of zelda retrospective this would be the beginning of a new episode whoa this oh oh and then obviously 2016 that starts a whole new thing you cool. know that's like you'd have to wrap up your Skyward Sword and then you're done you know and then okay now next the mm-hmm. next game is a whole new thing so that's if if there's a new Zelda if the, yeah in ten okay. years all right hopefully I'll be alive in ten years who knows they're Brandon you'll get a tweet ten years from now <laughs> I can't wait so we're just with the link to the YouTube at YouTube What's, oh yeah YouTube I remember that <laughs> oh nice I like that futurist perspective all right it's time for bets. Looking at the top 10 most recent... Oh, this was last week's bet. Looking at the top 10 most recent PS4 reviews on GameRankings.com for Mighty Number no. 9, how many times would I see the word disappoint? Ben, in various forms. Was this your suggestion? Yes, it was. Disappoint, Genius. disappointed, or disappointment. And ding. Disappointing. Disappointing. Yep. That's a really funny bet. Uh, Jones, you bet three. Damiani bet 20. Oh. Ian bet... <laughs> it's, it's still, when I watched it again, I was still cracking up at it. Uh, Ian bet two. I bet five. The actual number of instances of the word disappoint is four. This means Jones and I tie. This is the first mm-hmm. time this has mm-hmm. ever happened. So, Jones, you want to, like, trade? You want final word and I'll take, like, video suggestion? Uh, yeah, do you have a final word? I don't have a final word. I don't have a final word either. We've had a very agreeable episode. Yeah. All right, I got a final word. I got a final word. And you get the sign off So too, you, can, right? you can do the video then. Okay. I did the sign off last time, so, okay, so I want I want Twitter handle, and you can have the sign off. Okay. Cool. All right. Good split. Um, so that brings the scores to th- Green Lizards three, <laughs> Red Eagles ten. I unfair. I feel like this can't go by unsaid. Like I want to make a call out to my other easy allies coworkers. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, this is not okay. We can't just sit here on this couch and be like, 310, all right, whatever. They're, next, they're called next the Green podcast. Lizards. You yeah. can address them by name. Like, we suck. <laughs> like, we yeah. have to do better. I mean, Johnny Damiani's joke was very funny, uh, but, it, uh, you know, that was He's only whole... in for the laughs. <laughs> He's a goof. All right, we can't count on Damiani. You can't. That's a whole wasted thing. Uh, next week's bet. Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness will release next week. At this point next week, what will the PS4 trophy percentage be for the trophy called Learn From Your Mistakes, which you get for creating an item that you shouldn't. It's a silver trophy. Jones, okay. what will the trophy percentage for that trophy be? 0. 0.3. Wow. Great. Point What's your bet? 3%. Brad? 8%. Ooh. Ooh we got a good range here because I'm going right in the middle. 5.5%. Wow. Nice. Good right. range. This is exciting. Get trophies, everybody. Make mistakes. Get yeah, trophies. throw an initiative yeah, for yeah. everybody to like. Because what could that possibly? Why would that trophy be silver? I don't know. It seems so it makes easy me think to maybe like, it's like a late craft a wrong item. Trophy. Yeah, and, and, uh, this is why the bet was so hard. Yeah, because silver trophies on PlayStation can be those things that are extremely easy and might as well be bronze, or they're weirdly difficult and you will probably miss. And so it's yeah. so hard to gauge. You never know. I'm excited about that. Shot one. in the dark. All right. So uh, before we go, we should plug Patreon, of course. Uh, this show comes early to Patreon, patreon.com slash easy allies. I should pitch first. That's an unnecessary mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. We're supported by a Patreon and, uh, we are easy allies and that's basically how we subsist. And so people who pledge $5 or more a month, get this podcast two days early and also send us suggestions for love and respect. That's where I draw those questions from. Uh, that's it. Go to patreon.com slash easy allies. If you want to see what we're up to, we do have a website now called easyallies.com. And a forum there where you can discuss things with other Easy Allies fans who tend to be nice people. <laughs> well, it's it's really a nice forum. Weird how yeah, you yeah. said that. <laughs> Something we get all the time that I think should be broadcast a little bit more is sure. people are always asking, like, hey, I'm in this country or I'm in this state. What what time? How do I convert this? If yeah. you go to easyallies.com, our shows and things on there will be converted into your time zone. Yes. So you don't have to ask us that question. It's on there for you. Easy Alice. On the far right, we have a schedule. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm taking Twitter handle and final word. Yes. Okay. Twitter handle is at Kyle Bossman. Final word. The Xbox One is not worthless. There are still many people who it makes sense for them to buy. Especially if you look at Project Scorpio, if it does have Oculus capabilities... That's a value. It's cheaper than a freaking PC. My PC can't do six teraflops. Thank you. Please connect. <laughs> if you want to play Connect still, yeah, you can get an Xbox One. Go to talk to your Xbox. Oh boy. Do that with the Xbox uh, Jones, the floor is yours. Uh, I recommend you watch Easy Update this week because I'm on it. Uh, from the show floor, I think we're all almost in the. I know Damiani's in that. I know. Uh, I know we bumped into you and Huber. Did you just sneak in that Easy Update episode? No, it was me and Huber. It was you and Huber? Brad and, then, and Bossman. Oh, the Brad and Bossman. Okay, that's right. Um, and uh, yeah, we all we all popped in there. But specifically, this is my first appearance in an Easy Update episode. So, um, which like your, Ian was not aware of. I thought he was keeping score. No, Ian. No, no. I like your appearance in Huber Syndrome better than your appearance in Easy Update. Uh, I okay. 
I, I, liked, I liked Easy Update. I thought okay. I, I liked how that came together. I thought he had some some really crazy people stopped by and said hi to Ian. Yeah. Um, and, and the way it was staged, um, I mean, the fact that he actually got a, a supernatural force to carry the camera around that with him, really I thought cool. was really impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, like, like, like thinking about how to wrangle spirits is not something that I had really thought of um, as far as like a way to save money mm-hmm. uh, production wise. So, you know, kudos to, to Ian. Um, and, uh, and I sign off, right? Yeah. Cheers. <laughs>